Welcome to podcast number 48, brought to you by Help with Parkinson's Incorporated, a nonprofit company. Our guest today is Dr. Subramanian, movement disorder specialist from Hershey Medical Center. And I'm Warren Budfinick, your host. Welcome, Dr. Sue. Hi, thanks for having me, um, Warren. Sure, thanks for coming. So uh, a, lot of, a lot of people take supplements because either their friends tell them how good it works or they read about it in different periodicals or on Facebook. And they finally did a, a very inclusive, very widespread study on it. And it shows, well, Dr. Super, why don't you do that and you could just say what, what it shows. Yeah, so um, this has been known for a long time, but um, people keep continuing to take supplements because um, on the TV, on the radio, on many magazines, there are uh, many, many advertisements for all kinds of supplements. Uh, supplements of calcium and minerals, supplements of vitamins, uh, supplements of uh, natural food, anthocyanins, uh, supplements of all kinds, uh, hair oil, coconut oil, um, topical applications. Uh, um, everything is touted on the, on the internet as well as in media as uh, great things for treating Parkinson's disease. And sometimes it's even sold as um, enhancing your health and enhancing your memory, enhancing your physical uh, structure, so on and so forth. Um, so what happened was that <clears throat> at several different organizations, um, American Association for Retired Persons, AARP, um, American Alzheimer's Association, um, American Association for Healthcare Workers and um, also, the NIH National Institute of Health, the CDC Center for Disease Control, um, and the FDA, all of them came together and said, let's look at the data. And they did a wide, large meta-analysis. So basically, taking data from a lot of different studies, putting it all together, and asking important questions is whether any of these claims actually have any weight behind it whatsoever. Does it do anything? Um, and the answer and the long and the, the punchline here is that it doesn't. None of the supplements had any kind of benefits whatsoever. And the important message, the very important message that came off from, from this large meta-analysis, again, supported by a large number of scientists, with a large group of uh, physicians and clinicians from all over the world and all over the country, in the United States, Canada, Europe, <clears throat> even had... Japan and many European nations come together on this initiative. And basically, the, the, they said that, well, you know, there's really no evidence that anything comes off all these supplements. So what's the punchline for uh, the listener here? Uh, people listening to the podcast, what should they be thinking about? Well, you are seeing an ad for a supplement, whatever it might be, coenzyme Q10, whatever. First, ask yourself the question, what is the evidence that it's actually going to help? If there is an ad and the ad says all kinds of things, it's going to make your Parkinson's better, this way, that way, blah, blah, blah. Read what is written in the dotted line. And usually it says, not approved by the Food and Drug Administration. has not been reviewed, vetted by the Food and Drug Administration. And it's a claim that they are making based on just 
whatever they like to make a claim on. So the supplement industry is not regulated and it's not FDA regulated. So they can make all sorts of claims which are not really supported by any kind of scientific advice or any evidence, scientific evidence whatsoever. So as a listener, here's our podcast here, and they're contemplating taking a supplement. Please pause, read the label, take time to look at the literature, ask some questions. Do I really need to be taking it? So that's the first question. Second thing is that if you are taking some supplements or you're contemplating certain supplements, ask whether there's any harm if you take it. For example, some of the vitamins, especially the fat-soluble vitamins, vitamin A, vitamin D, vitamin E, and vitamin K, A, D, E, K. These are uh, vitamins that can accumulate in your body. So they're not benign. They're not harmless. They can cause um, bad side effects. For example, vitamin E toxicity can cause dementia, thinking problems. Vitamin uh, A uh, toxicity can cause liver damage. Uh, vitamin K uh, toxicity can be also toxic to body in many other ways, including <clears throat> blood clotting factors can be affected by it. So it's important that such vitamins are not taken in excess amounts, um, A, D, E, and K. So D, particularly, a lot of people think that vitamin D is good and it's good for bone health. And there's a lot of uh, hype about taking extra vitamin D. You need to be careful. If you're deficient in vitamin D, that's one thing. But if you're not, and you're just taking it because D is a good thing, vitamins can be good, so I'm just going to take it, uh, it can be quite harmful. Uh, similarly, uh, there are so-called natural foods like uh, go-to cola, ginkgo biloba, uh, herbal, herbal supplements. These are not benign. They have toxicity, toxicity associated with it. Um, another classic one for Parkinson's disease is the herbal drug called Macuna purians. Uh, Macuna is something that we in my lab have done research for almost 15 years. We have published several papers on this. Um, it has benefits in animal models, but I never recommend any of my patients to take it because I don't know what the correct dose is. I don't know what its full toxicity is. Yes, it's true that it's been used in Ayurvedic medicine for uh, almost 2,000 years or whatever, but it's used in a different context. They mix it with all other kinds of natural ingredients, and then they pound it, uh, concoct it, and give it over long periods of time under very careful circumstances. We don't do it that way. So just buying Macuna over the internet and just saying, okay, this is my natural levodopa and taking it, uh, not safe. Similarly, there are people who buy fava beans. Fava beans is rich in um, levodopa to some degree, so I'm just going to eat fava beans. Well, fava beans is toxic. There are toxic substances within fava beans that if you don't repair it properly, can cause damage to different parts of your body. Um, so this big mega-analysis, meta-analysis that was done clearly shows that it is not necessary, it's unsafe, and oftentimes it doesn't give you any kind of benefit. The third punchline that is important for the listener to hear 
is that the cost of these medicines, these supplements, none of these are cheap. Many of them are quite expensive. If you add up the total cost of supplements that people take, the average cost of American taking supplements in a year is well over $3,000. Now, if you take that same amount of money and use that towards buying fresh fruits and vegetables that you eat on a daily basis, fresh fruit that you grow yourself will be fantastic. You have a little home garden in which you grow some fresh fruits and vegetables and eat them, or you use the money to go buy some fresh fruits and vegetables from a farmer's market or uh, something like that, and eat that. You will get much better, higher quality nutrition than what you can get from any pill that is sold by the unregulated supplement market. And that's the third punchline in this paper from this uh, meta-analysis that was done, that natural food with natural supplements, whether it's vitamins, whether it's anthocyanins, which are the colorful things that gives color to fruits and vegetables, they are powerful antioxidants, but they only work when you take it in the natural way. Taking it and putting it into a pill and taking high quantities of it does not do anything. So <clears throat> this is a very wide indictment of the supplement industry. And it is powerful because it's uh, vetted by a large group of scientists uh, from across the globe. And they did a very careful analysis of the evidence saying that there really there is no evidence that it actually works. So, so uh, this is a nice uh, summary paper. I thought it was a very um, comprehensive indictment of the supplement industry saying that this should not happen. So um, that's my take home message. Um, again, to the listener, please don't take supplements unless you really need them and you will need them only when you're deficient in something. It's easy to detect whether you're deficient in something are easy, quick tests for vitamin levels, mineral levels um, in your body. And if you are truly deficient, then have the doctor prescribe you the appropriate supplement to replenish those supplements. Otherwise, no reason to take any supplements and don't waste your money on it uh, because most of this are uh, charlatans trying to take advantage of gullible people making unnecessary promises, which really don't uh, stand the uh, uh, test of science. Right. A good explanation, Dr. Sue. So um, another thing we could bring up is people take two or three vitamins a day. They could be duplicating that AE, you know, the fat-soluble vitamins and not even realize it. Yes. And it's, uh, it's very dangerous because they may not even remember that they're taking that other medicine. Right. And um, so it's very dangerous because it's, it's a totally unregulated, like you said. Right, true. It's just very, very, very correct what you just said. This, um, some things, for example, uh, uh, fish quarter oil uh, supplements or fish oil supplements, etc. Um, if you w don't read the label carefully, oftentimes they add, add vitamins as stabilizing agents into these things. And they sell them, uh, and in, the, in there it's a small amounts of vitamin D. Now, if you take a whole bunch of these uh, capsules saying that, oh, I'm just taking fish oil so that my heart is good or whatever, 
you don't realize that you're taking high doses of vitamin D and that can be toxic, toxic to you. So you have to be careful. Um, similarly, if you don't need the label on certain other supplements, it can be toxic. I've had uh, patients almost every, every week, somebody's bringing in some supplement or the other. Uh, the other day I was in clinic, uh, one of my participant patients um, brought in label with the Macuna bottle saying that, oh, my friend who is in so-and-so Parkinson's disease for 20 years is taking this supplement. So where are they getting it from? Oh, they're just ordering it from the internet. They claim it's wonderful. I said, you know, I've been working on Macuna for 20 years and I, I don't feel comfortable giving it to any of my patients. So why you are just ordering it off the internet? Well, they claim it's really good. So, um, you know, we just want to try it out. So I think it's dangerous. These are dangerous things to do. Please check with your doctor. Talk to your doctor and decide whether you want to do uh, some supplement and see whether really it's worthwhile doing. Right. And with Facebook, it's, it's very hard to discern if it's legitimate or not because they have video of a, of a lab and take, it looks very legitimate that they're trying to do a study on this drug and everybody should take it because it seems like it's very effective. But everybody's a stakeholder in that. They're all, they're all biased because they're looking for funding for their, their program. Right. And uh, let's, I think now's a good time to bring up that, what I talked about last week, that yeah. man, mannitol. Right, right. That mannitol, yeah. people are telling me it's, it's as safe as sugar and it's showing these people in Israel that are being cured. Yeah. So mannitol, you know, we have, we have known about mannitol um, uh, for a very long, very, very long time. Um, uh, and um, the mannitol is typically used for treating uh, patients with uh, brain tumors uh, to reduce brain edema. So uh, what mannitol actually does when given orally or given IV is that it can, it can open the blood-brain barrier and it actually allows fluid um, to either come out of the brain or allow tumors to have access to certain chemotherapeutic agents, some drugs that normally don't cross the blood-brain barrier to the brain. We use mannitol to open up the blood-brain barrier. Oral mannitol and oral glycerin uh, things and IV mannitol, uh, things that we used to give a um, long time ago when we had no better treatment, and neurosurgeons were few and scanty. But nowadays, we don't use any of these things. And opening up the blood-brain barrier is not a benign thing. It's a dangerous thing because opening brain-brain barrier can result in dramatic um, worsening of different immunological conditions. Opening up the blood-brain barrier can give access to many things in the blood that normally don't cross and go into the brain to enter the brain. And it can be quite dangerous to do it. So it's not benign. So mannitol is not a benign thing. Um, and it's quite dangerous. It's a regulated substance. Um, and it should not be used uh, without proper supervision or knowing what exactly it's doing. Now, even if there is some value to it, it's really need to, to be properly researched under regulated environment. And we need to prove or disprove whether it's going to work or not before it can be used on other people. So... Um, this cowboy attitude that you would just try anything that's out there and see what happens is simply not a very good, good idea. Right. And there's also one other thing that happens too is sometimes there's no, no active medicine in the bottle. 
they've done they did a study in New York, I think it said that they tested it and they had no zero percent of the labeled ingredient right on there, and there's there's just no oversight right that's and, true too that's true too so yeah, these are really um horrific things that can go wrong. They're not benign, needs to be carefully considered. I think uh, the listeners to our podcast here would be um, advised that they should be cautious about uh, these types of claims from um, different charlatans, which are simply taking, trying to take advantage of you. And uh, you really need to carefully read the literature, um, look to advice from your doctors before you actually uh, delve into any of these things. Right. And I, I remember I worked one place for a while that sold a lot of vitamins and the owner of the place said that the, he said to us, these have nutritional value. They put money, they put food on your table and they put food on my table. <laughs> so that's uh, everybody. So he, he was well aware that it was, he was selling dreams. Great. Great. Well, unfortunate that that still continues. Right. Uh, and anything that you put it on the counter with a sign saying weight loss or sleep well, somebody's going to buy no matter what. Right. Just give it a try. Well, so this study is really uh, illuminating. So I would encourage um, people to look at this. Um, I think Warren is going to put this up in our website. So people who are interested can um, look at the link and go read it, um, be aware of it. Um, I think it's an important um, piece of literature. Uh, it's really good that uh, finally, after all these years, somebody really tried to look at objectively what the evidence is there for any of these things um, and, and decide whether or not to do. And one other piece of caution I would say is there are unfortunately still some physicians who prescribe these type of things. Um, you, 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 you as a consumer uh, have the obligation to ask your doctor what is this for and why are you prescribing this for me? And uh, get an objective explanation. And if this doctor is not able to explain to you objectively why they are prescribing it, um, then you should ask for a second opinion or a third opinion. Certainly for Parkinson's disease, there's really no point in giving any supplements unless you're deficient in something. There's no evidence that any of the supplements do anything. So, And Dr. Sue, what do you think about the doctors that give B12 injection when there's no sign of being low in B12? Again, I think it's uh, questionable and clearly need to be questioned if, if there is no B12 deficiency, then why you are why you're treating right. B12 deficiency. And uh, B12 deficiency is something that truly needs to be investigated beyond just getting a B12 level. Methylmalonic uh, acid, methylmalonic acid, MMA needs to be measured because that's a real indication whether B12 is due to primary cause or secondary cause. Right. But anyway, regardless of what, what it is, I think it's important that you have the conversation. And if you're not getting a favorable answer or a satisfactory answer, then um, you should seek a second opinion. Right. And a lot of pediatricians stop prescribing vitamins for their patients because mm -hmm. they realize that parents don't feel obligated to feed them as well. <laughs> That's what the doctor told me once. He said, if he gives vitamins, the parents think they could skip a meal and the uh, vitamins will make up for it. Wow. That's, uh, I never heard that one, but uh, I can imagine that coming from some parents. So. Right. So, so very right. unfortunate. Very, very unfortunate. Here. Right. So you have, to, you have to know what you're doing. 
find out who's telling it to you. And if it doesn't match up to us, somebody that's licensed to practice medicine or then, then stay away from it. Yep. You summed it correctly and aptly, Warren. Thanks again for having me um, and uh, hope to do another show next week. Sure. Thank you. Uh -huh. Bye. Bye. This is Warren Butfinick, your podcast host. I'm also the president of Help with Parkinson's, a 501c3 public charity. We want to let everyone in the Harrisburg, Pennsylvania area know that we are co-sponsoring a Parkinson's benefit ball on July 20th. Sheridan, Harrisburg, Hershey on 4650 Lindell Road, Harrisburg, Pennsylvania. There's a cocktail hour at 5 p.m. and dinner at 6 p.m. There'll also be a live band. Tickets are $50 a piece and black tie is optional. There'll be a silent auction for, and for full information, please contact Sam Yu at 717-265-6379 or email her at parkinsonsfirstpa at gmail.com. I will attach this information to the podcast and also put it on my website, helpwithparkinsons.com. I hope to see you there.